0: Hello, welcome to Feed, Play, Love, the bite-sized podcast for parents. I'm Siobhan Hunt. This is a show all about parenting. I speak to experts and carers about everything from fussy eating, toddler behavior, sleep and more. We're staring into a new term of juggling work and school from home. You may have found the school holidays to be a blessing Or perhaps they were a curse. Personally, I find school holidays way more relaxing than the school term. That is, of course, when you're teaching your kids from home. Kate Christie is the author of Me First, the guilt-free guide to prioritizing you. Kate is a time management specialist who, before the coronavirus crisis, wrote her book to help working parents find time for themselves, particularly mums. And while I don't know that I needed this advice before the crisis, I definitely need some now. Hi, Kate. How are you?
1: Hi, Siobhan. Lovely to talk to you.
0: How are you coping with self isolation?
1: Well, look, I I work from home anyway and I am despite what a lot of people think, because I'm a an international speaker, I'm actually a bit of an introvert. So this is kind of heaven for me. <laughs> um, I've got three teenagers, like older teenagers, so Someone, one who's turning 20 at the moment, an 18-year-old, and a 16-year-old. So it feels like I've been transported back 10 years when they wanted to hang out with me all of the time. Oh. It's actually quite lovely, to not honest. Isn't it, isn't
0: it funny? Like there are the beautiful parts of it as well as the um, rather freaky parts. Yeah,
1: well, there was a freaky part last week when I was on a webinar coaching a senior leadership team at a university and my 18-year-old walked behind the screen with just his boxer shorts on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, that's the sort of thing my husband would do. I couldn't even blame my children. (laughs) Uh, So, pre this crisis, for many of us, there was a pretty definitive physical division between work and home. I mean, we talk a lot about how that's blurred through time, but I I think most of us who were working parents could probably have had much more of a physical divide because children were either at daycare or at school. Now we're home 24-7, all of us. Those lines feel really blurred how do you rediscover or um, put in place boundaries when basically what we're doing is we're working whenever we have the time and then when we're not working, we're responding to our children's needs?
1: Mm. It's really important to plan and play as as a team and to sit down with your kids and obviously you've already explained to them what's going on. They understand that it's not quite business as usual They understand that coming out of the holidays now that we're probably still going to be schooling um, from home. So it's a matter of sitting down and planning each day as a team. So one of the beautiful parts of all of this is that we no longer have this commute. So that will have brought back anywhere between 15 minutes and an hour and a half for, for a lot of your listeners. So turn that morning commute time into something sort of ritualistic time with your kids it's really lovely start the day with them whether it's exercising together or yoga or meditation or playing a game start the day with them and get them into the habit of then planning the day with you in around about 30 45 minutes batches of time so have a good solid say 45 minutes with them first thing in the morning during which you can plan your day then make it really clear that you're then going into a 35 to 40-minute batch of time working and that they're going to know from the plan that you do together what they're going to do during that time. And you want to, to alternate that, so 30 to 45 minutes of productive working time into once the timer goes off, 30 to 45 minutes when you come together and play and do stuff together, timer goes off and you both know that you're then going back into a productive piece of time. It will only take a couple of days for your kids, regardless of how young they are, to get into that routine. When the timer goes off, they know that they're going to have you or that it's your time to focus. But also set them up next to you so that we all are very familiar with the concept of parallel play. Set them up with you and and have parallel work so that you're on your computer for your 35 to 45-minute batch of productivity, have them next to you for their 30 to 45-minute or school or of colouring in or playing with Play-Doh or building Lego or whatever the case may be because they're going to interrupt you less if they feel that they're kind of in partnership with you on this.
0: I was going to say, can't I hide in the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to do anyway. Um, I have found that my parental guilt is actually more pronounced now than when I used to leave home for work because when I left home for work I was dropping them at school and I knew they would be engaged and stimulated there and playing with their friends now that I'm actually home with them I feel it more intensely when I'm not answering their every need or playing with them or educating them because I have to do work have you got any tips for reducing that parental guilt yeah
1: look absolutely and I talk about this a lot in the book this concept of, of guilt and around, you know, you're not doing yourself or your kids or anyone else any favours by feeling this guilt. And, and you're not going to get an award, right? You're not going to get a <laughs> for being the most guilty. So it's, it's just the most counterproductive emotion that we can possibly indulge in. And it's absolutely wasting your time and productivity because the more you dwell on the guilt, you're actually forcing your brain to multitask and you're forcing your brain away from doing the things that you could constructively do. So it's a very, very bad use of your time. So start from the premises. Look, I'm absolutely not doing myself, the kids any favors. I'm actually losing time by feeling this level of guilt. The other thing is that, you know, why the guilt? Where's the guilt? You are protecting your kids. You're offering them a safe place to live and be home with you. They're being fed they not being infected by this virus. There's no guilt in there to then want to continue to work and continue to earn an income that's going to help you sustain living with your kids in this way. The other thing I'd say, and I, I, was, I was on a webinar last week with a group of senior executives from a bank and talking through this concept of how to patch time and how to oscillate between productive work and then time with your, your children. And, and one of the women on the call said that, you know, she said, look, my son, is, he's eight and he's at school, but he's so needy. He needs me all of the time. And I said, well, this is the perfect time for you to set up new habits and new rhythms for him because he's safe and he's well and you just need to consistently reinforce and help him create some new habits. And, and a lot, I think, of his neediness was around her constant accessibility to him. And you do need to have boundaries. You need to say to your kids, this is time for me to work or this is time for me to read a book or this is time for me to have a bath without you being in the room with me. <laughs> I, I have boundaries. And, you know, I don't want people to think, oh, this isn't going to work for me and my kids because... Of my child ABC or my child's needs XYZ. Often we've created these habits, we've created these boundaries or these lack of boundaries ourselves. So now is the absolute perfect time to reframe your own habits and set up new habits.
0: My sense of time has completely flipped on its head. So on one level... I have more time more time than I ever had before, because, as you mentioned i don 't have the commute, which just seems to add hours to the day, mm-hmm. um, but less time because I feel like i 'm on demand for for them more for my kids more, like I was just mentioning. Mm-hmm. How do you advise parents look at work and home time during this period, so once you could walk out the door and then you know you wouldn't have to answer any needs until you got back home. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I I'd go back to what I said before about batching blocks of time. So batching time that's work time and then batching time that's kids-slash-home time. And you can do that throughout the whole day or depending on how old your kids are, if they're a little bit more self-sufficient at the moment, a little bit more independent, then batch out your personal best time, your best brain time, your best energy time for your hard, complicated, productive work type task and if that's in the morning then maybe sort of from nine till twelve you have three hours where you're basically just focusing on work and then the whole of the afternoon is for the kids. So you've got to work within rhythms and work with your kids but you do need to have a distinction. One of the problems at the moment is that because we're all working from home and our kids are kind of on top of us, what we're going to experience is a whole heap more interruptions where our kids are constantly coming and interrupting us. So you need to remind yourself that every single time you're interrupted, your productivity goes down by up to 40%. And it's going to take you on average 23 minutes to refocus on the task you were interrupted from and you'll take on, on average, two other tasks before you turn to that task. So constant interruptions will absolutely derail your day and they will cost you big time in terms of productivity. So you need to put in place these boundaries, explain to the kids what the impact is, and then set up your non-work time to be so great with the kids that they then start to honestly, genuinely respect your work time.
0: Oh, I love that. (laughs) I love what you just said then. Going back to what you mentioned a bit before then when you were talking about boundaries and you said, you were saying, oh no, it's my time to read a book now, or it's my time to, I don't know, have a cup of tea. Do you think parents generally think of their time is only when it's productive time, as in, you're doing exercise or you're doing something that has a productive outcome? Because my sense is that most parents struggle to actually allow themselves just complete relaxation time um, when they're putting in boundaries with their kids.
1: Yeah, look, I would take it even further. I think that as parents, we get so used to putting our children's basic needs before our own. So from the time they're a baby, you put their basic needs or all of their needs before your own. And as they get older, yes, they still need the basic needs, but they've they've become more able and capable of doing things for themselves. But we get so used to putting just their basic needs in front of all of our own needs that it it easily or quickly transitions into putting all of their needs before our own needs. And so people will talk about it in terms of, oh, I'm just going to squeeze in a dog or I'm going to squeeze in a quick walk, but the reason why I'm doing it is because I've also got the dog and he needs to have a walk. You know, we, we never do things just for ourselves because we're so used to putting these others before us. And it's not even about being productive. I think that we we don't even carve out time to nourish ourselves and to look after ourselves. You know, you can't turn up as the best possible version of you. You can't be the best mum or dad that you want to be. You can't be the best in your career that you want to be if you're not nourishing yourself, if you're not looking after yourself, if you're not doing things for yourself that you love doing. How can you possibly turn up and be the best mum that you could possibly be?
0: And it seems we need that more than ever now if we're all on top of each other.
1: Absolutely we do. And as I said before, now is the best time to start implementing these habits because
0: you've got no other choice. I like that. I think I might end it there. We've got no other choice. Prioritise yourself.
1: Absolutely. And do it in a way where
0: there's no guilt. No guilt. Okay. We've been given a mission. Kate, thank you so much for your time today.
1: Pleasure.
0: That's Kate Christie. She's the author of Me First, the guilt-free guide to prioritising you. And there'll be links in the notes of this episode for where you can find the book. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you. So if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at parentbrand.com.au. See you next time.